welcome everyone to the show. This is Wellness Talk. I am George Batista, your host and your wellness advocate. Wellness Talk, as always, is a show that goes over the latest in health and healing, nutrition, and supplements. We take the mystery out of supplements, and we empower you to make better choices and to hopefully live a long and healthy life. Glad you guys could be with me this week. Don't forget to go to georgebatista.com. That's where all the articles that we go over are, are housed. And most of the articles are fully referenced, so you can check those out for yourselves. And we actually put a lot more articles on there than I can actually go through on this show, which is good. But I want it to be a real powerhouse of information for you guys so you can check it out and you can actually search all the articles as well. Um, also, just make sure that you like, share, and subscribe if you like this show and share it with your friends and family. Because again, it's about empowering as many people as possible to become healthy and, you know, again, making better choices. This show is also brought to you by Wellness Resources. 35-year-old nutritional supplement company that is on the forefront of clinical nutrition and clinically formulated nutritional supplements. So make sure you check them out. Go to myvitaminresource.com. And if you enter the promo code counterparts, it'll actually give you uh, free shipping, free shipping on any size order. So again, the promo code is counterparts and it's myvitaminresource.com. Great website, great supplements. We always talk about them here. You guys know how I feel about them. So uh, so check them out. All right, so let's go over the topics that we have for today. And today, um, what I'm going to do is all the topics today are going to be related. And I'm going to be doing that a lot more these days because I want to kind of condense all the topics and put them more into kind of one umbrella. This way it's, it's, it's a lot more searchable for you guys as well. If you're looking for a specific topic and you have as much information on that topic as you can, and hopefully in one show. So I'm going to be doing that a lot more. So I hope you guys enjoy the information. So this week, our articles are going to be from wellness resources, and we're going to talk about joint health, but not only specifically joint health, we're going to talk about joint health and also healthy mitochondria and how they work together. Now, you're probably thinking, how does joint health and mitochondria affect each other? Well, they do. There's actually a lot of science on it. So I'm going to go over the science. I'm going to tell you exactly how it works and how it's worked in the past and what they're looking at. And um, it's very interesting information. I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this. Then we're going to be talking about also how uh, arthritis, for example, in the knee and the, the knee joints and that type of thing, or whatever joints you're dealing with, but particularly in the knees, when you when people are getting those injections, are those injections actually uh, helpful or harmful? What are they doing? And um, what's the science on those injections? I'm sure, you know, I know people in my own circles who get those injections for osteoarthritis and that type of thing. So we're going to talk a little bit about how those injections work and and how they affect the knee for you know for example and cartilage and that type of thing then we're going to talk about the five reasons to take collagen peptides now collagen uh, obviously i've i've talked about collagen a lot on this show you guys can reference past uh, not only articles but past uh, podcasts on that if you want to check check out all the information that i've talked about with collagen but um, it's it's very, very important because collagen is so important to body structure in so many ways, including what we're talking about. Again, you know, when it comes to joints, when it comes to mitochondria and all this type of stuff. So 
Um, we're going to talk about, again, the five reasons to take collagen peptides, and that's going to lead us into um, the nutrient spotlight for the week is going to be on wellness resources, collagen peptides, why they are good, what's in them, and why you should be taking them. Not only, and even if you don't have uh, specifically osteoarthritis or anything like that, but why you should be taking them either way, just to make sure you keep your joints healthy and just your collagen stores healthy. So it's very, very important stuff. And again, I think you guys will benefit a lot from that information. So uh, we've got a lot of stuff to cover today. So let's get started. All right, first, so let's start with, um, we're going to start with a little bit of history on, on cartilage, for example, and what they found with mitochondria and that type of thing. And again, I'm going to re be referencing, I'm going to be probably talking more about the knee, for example, than, than most other joints. Now, you can apply the information I'm going over today to any joint, but I'm going to talk a lot about the knee specifically because it's one of the most common problems or problematic joints that people have, right? That besides the hips. And um, it's one it's one of the most common replacements you get, knee replacements. You do get hip replacements as well. But again, knee replacements are, are, are happening, you know, all over the place, right? Constantly. So we're going to be talking about that and specifically how cartilage affects it and and what's going on inside the knee. So, you know, let's 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 take a look at cartilage first of all and and why it's important within the knee, right? Now, keep in mind that when you're looking at the knee or when you're looking at joints in general, right? Cartilage cells, okay, require several things to keep them healthy and make sure that they are um, you know, there's enough synthesis going on to keep them to keep them from degenerating, right? And there's fluid that comes in and out. And that fluid not only gets nutrients into where the, cart where the cartilage is, but also helps to uh, get rid of the waste products. Now, cartilage, for example, cartilage cells and just the, the, the cartilage tissue is what's called avascular, meaning that there's not really a good blood supply there, okay? So again, movement is what gets the nutrition in and gets everything in that is needed to make sure that it's that the synthesis is happening properly, okay, on a regular basis. Now, so um, you know, if you look at the knee, for example, what is the knee really? At the end of the day, it's two bones that come together and it's surrounded by a joint capsule. Okay, now that joint capsule is filled with what's called synovial fluid, and that synovial fluid is again, it's a super filtrate of blood, but what it does is it makes sure that it gets the nutrients in to the cartilage and gets it gets it into everything that needs, you know, that, that the knee needs so the knee can <clears throat> keep hydrated. So it turns out that our joints are actually hydraulic. That's how they work. They, they work through movement and they get hydrated through movement. Okay. So keep those things in mind when you're looking at joints in general, whatever joint you're you want to talk about. Okay. Now let's talk about the early work when they were looking at, um, when they were looking at cartilage. So in the 1960s, there was early work that was identifying what structures were seen in the chondrocytes or the cartilage cells. And, um, th what they did was they, they took, um, cartilage from rabbits and they put them through a, you know, one of those electron microscopes to see exactly what's going on in there. And obviously, uh, well, a couple of things that they identified, they, they did identify three layers of cartilage. So they identified superficial cartilage, middle, and deep cartilage. Okay, so there's basically three layers. But 
when degenerative joint disease was found in the tissue sample, it was in the deep and middle layers. Okay. But not only that, okay, but these tissue samples that had the uh, degeneration and the osteoarthritis in there, okay, they found that the mitochondria structure appeared distorted and swollen. Okay. And the deeper they went, they found the more destructed or just um, the more distorted the mitochondria was. Now, remember what mitochondria is, right? Mitochondria is the energy, right? It's, it's basically the cells that provide energy. It's kind of like the, the gasoline to the car. It's the, uh, it's the motor for the cells that makes things go. It creates ATP. Well, there is mitochondria within cartilage as well, okay? But they found that the mitochondria was getting distorted and or swollen and was degenerating. So it was, it was very interesting. So the, so the first takeaway to this was that they actually found mitochondria in these layer of cells uh, of, of cartilage. Then the second thing they found is in the degeneration, they found that the actual mitochondria was damaged and distorted. And the deeper it went, the deeper they looked, the more distorted and swollen it was. So of course, that led to more studies. So there was more and more studies that went on and on throughout the years in the, in the, especially in the 2000s and, and stuff like that, when they did a lot of research on it. So um, they found a lot of different inflammatory signals that are, that are happening when mitochondria gets injured in cartilage. So, you know, that, that's interesting information because, uh, again, you would, you would not necessarily think of mitochondria being such a big deal when it comes to joint health, but it actually is. Now, let's fast forward now. Okay, so now that we know that um, there, there's been significant research and there is proof that mitochondrial vitality and also uh, they're finding that antioxidants are critical for supporting healthy cartilage cells and, and, and chondrocytes and, and these types of things and, over, and affecting overall joint health, okay? So why does antioxidant status play a role in this? Well, here's why. During the normal course of your life, right, when you're going back and forth and doing your things in life, or let's say you're, you're exercising or you're playing sports or you're doing whatever it is that you do, you create free radicals. You create what's called ROS or reactive oxygen species, okay? And basically, again, those are free radicals, or you can call it oxidation, right? And that's just, again, during the normal course of your day. This is what your body is making, and it makes inflammatory processes, right? So now, if you kind of add on, let's say, sports, you add on stress, physical, chemical, and emotional stress, because those are the stresses that we're under, right? Physical, chemical, and emotional stress, the three basic stresses. Um, so your body's making a lot of these ROS. Now, ROS are toxic in high amounts, and are released in response to these factors. Again, like trauma, obesity, um, elevated blood sugar, high fat diets, alcohol, smoking, again, all the toxins, all the stresses, all those types of things, just major stress, even drug interactions, right? All different types of pharmaceutical drugs, all those things create free radicals, okay? Now, so these it, it's been found that these toxic free radicals damage mitochondrial shape and function, okay? This is important 
because what happens is, especially when you're dealing with cartilage within joints, it in turn stresses the cartilage cells, okay, or the chondrocytes, causing them to break down. So that's one of the big things, one of the big takeaways here. Now, you know, a lot of people think, well, it's just wear and tear, right? It's just because I'm getting old and it's just wear and tear. Well, not necessarily. There's more information now coming out on this that is that is very critical. Now, again, here's how the antioxidant ROS system works. When all that free radical is generated, right, when you're living your life or doing your normal stuff, or when you're eating bad food and going through stressful times and all that, the free radicals are, are generated. You're, you're, what our body does, they, it, it takes all the antioxidants that we have on board and basically tries to squash all the oxidation or all the free radicals. Now, when you have more antioxidants than you have free radicals, you're good to go, right? Because you have enough antioxidants in the system to actually kind of quiet down the inflammation that's created from the free radicals. Think about think about it as the house is on fire, for example, right? And then you have the fire, the firemen, the fire engines, and the, the ladder companies that are coming to put out that fire, right? So they need to do whatever they need to do and and put the water in there and do whatever they need to do to kind of bring the fire down. But if you don't have enough of them, right? And let's say you you have two little fire companies or two little firemen, that type of thing, the fire can get out of control and it can start to spread, right? It can spread into, you know, it could spread into the um, into the forest, it can spread to other houses, it can spread, you know, and it becomes a big, huge mess, right? Big, huge problem. So think of your, your um, antioxidant status and your free radical, the battle between both. Think about it in that case. So the free radicals, if they're out of control and your body doesn't have enough antioxidants to take them out, then you get a huge storm here. Okay. This is, so this is kind of the idea behind that. So again, you ask, you know, one of the questions obviously you're going to ask is, well, what about people who get older? Does age really matter in this situation? Well, not necessarily. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you why in a, in a couple of, for a couple of reasons. Number one, now you're seeing a lot of young people that are actually having joint challenges, okay? And um, they're finding a lot of oxidative stress in young adults, especially those who participate in intense running activities and competitive activities and that type of thing. And they're actually finding also mitochondrial destruction in those individuals and in joint, you know, in, in those indiv those young individuals, especially with their joints. So, um you know, yes, you're going to you're going to have some wear and tear as time goes along. But again, if you suffer from a lack of of antioxidant status, OK, this cumulative community, uh, can't even say the word cumulative uh, degrading of mitochondria causes age related degeneration uh, and changes in the knees the hips, the spine, the shoulders, and other joints. Okay. Again, we're talking about the knees and the hips because those are the ones that are the most common. Okay. But again, it can occur in any joint. Okay. Now you're going to get those folks that say, well, Hey, look, you know, or you're going to get doctors to say, Hey, look, it's, you're just getting older, right? It's wear and tear. It's that's just the way it is. Well, and honestly, it's not because there are 70 year olds and 80 year olds who are running marathons who don't have these problems. So you cannot say definitively that it's just because you are getting older, 
Okay, there's a lot of factors that go into it. So just keep that in mind. But again, movement is one of the big ones, right? You got to move in order to get the nutrition in there and uh, because that's the way that system works, okay? Keep that in mind. Now, how do, let's, let's go back for a second. How do, does mainstream medicine typically treat people with osteoarthritic knees, osteoarthritic hips, and those types of things? Well, one of the things that they use is injections, right? Uh, a lot of people go for injections. A lot of times it's typically injections every three months. Okay. Well, they've done some studies on these injections. Um, a lot of them are steroid injections, that type of thing. And it may take away the pain. Most, most of the time it does take away the pain. I have people in my own circles who do take these injections, okay, because they are dealing with pain every single day of their lives walking around or whatever. And they have such osteoarthritic knees that the injections are one of the only things that helps them completely understand that. But you also have to look at the flip side of this as well. Okay. Now there was, there's been studies on this, especially from the uh, European society of sports uh, traumatology. And uh, in 2018, they did a review study and they, they did, um, they talked about the single dose anesthetic on knee cartilage. Okay. So these are the anesthetic injections in knee cartilage. And this is what they found. It showed that the treatment uh, approach of single-dose local anesthetics injected into knee joints caused cartilage cell death, okay, or what's called apoptosis. So think about that. So they actually they actually showed that it was actually killing the cells of the cartilage every time they injected. Now the results showed that when arthritic uh, cartilage cells were exposed to local anesthetics, and specifically they named lidocaine as one of them the cartilage cells experience injury and damage, okay? So, and what they found was that the cartilage breakdown occurred first in the outer layers and then was followed by progressive mitochondrial damage inside the cells. And as the damage snowballed, it then uh, caused damage to the deeper inner portions of the nucleus of the cartilage. And the most toxic, harmful anesthetic was lidocaine, okay? So, Again, that's one of the most common ones that it's used. Now, this is what they say as well here. The, author, the authors of this study stated that single-dose intra-articular administration of local anesthetics impede chondrocyte, okay, cartilage cells, chondrocyte metabolism, and should be performed only with low concentrations for selected diagnostic purposes and painful joints. Now, People go there for painful joints, obviously, right? But um, it's very, very, very interesting. Another another study has shown that even non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, okay, the ibuprofens and the Tylenols and these types of things also have caused uh, destruction of cartilage cells. It actually causes a, a destruction in what's called proteoglycan production. Now, proteoglycans are the proteins that help with uh, cartilage synthesis. Okay. They're actually the building blocks of cartilage. So constant use of these non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, obviously for pain has been shown to break down this production. Okay. This proteoglycan production. So I know it's kind of a double-edged sword type situation with this because people are in pain. And obviously if you're taking those injections and you're in pain, 
and you you need those injections and you need them. You need, I mean, it's going to help you them from walking around and being in pain. But you should know the other side of it that there is part of, part of a destruction that is going on with these types of things. So just something to think about when you're looking at knees and when you're looking at joints uh, and cartilage and this type of thing. Okay. So now, how can we help the cartilage? How can we start to get more antioxidants into the system and maybe even, uh, you know, help the cartilage out and help the joints out and possibly even regenerate cartilage, but that's actually been done as well. So let's talk about the things that help it. So uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of the, a few of the compounds here. Uh, the first one is hyaluronic acid. Next is chondroitin. Okay, you've a lot of you, a lot of you folks heard of chondroitin. Glucosamine is another one. Boswellia, curcumin, ginger, and quercetin. These are the biggies, right? These are the big ones that are not only key antioxidants, but they are huge uh, anti-inflammatory uh, compounds that actually help to bring down the reactive oxygen species. So I'm going to go through each of those just so you kind of get an idea of how they work and what they do really quickly. So we have hyaluronic acid. Okay. Now cartilage cells supported with hyaluronic acid were found to have healthier mitochondria in studies. Okay. So hyaluronic acid, it, it's demonstrated uh, enhanced chondrocyte survival and improved mitochondrial function during oxidative stress conditions. Now, another thing that hyaluronic acid does is that it buffers against oxidative stress in joint synovial fluid uh, caused by mitochondrial distress. So when so when the synovial fluid uh, got stressed due to the overall, you know, due to the overall stress of mitochondria, the hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic acid actually helped to buffer that. Very, very, very cool stuff. Hyaluronic acid is one of the great compounds when you're looking at, you know, joints and anti-inflammatory and just structure in, in general. Okay. Next, we're looking at curcumin. Now, curcumin, you know, I'm sure I, we've talked about curcumin a lot on this show, but curcumin is obviously it's from the spice uh, turmeric, and the curcumin is the the very very specific compound in the turmeric turmeric that has the strong antioxidant activities. But again. It's been shown to be anti-inflammatory. It's been shown to bring down the reactive oxygen species and provides protection of mitochondria from injury. It supports the natural production of collagen and it protects cartilage cells from wear and tear and breakdown. Okay. Curcumin, fantastic for this type of thing. Then we have N-acetylcysteine and selenium. N-acetylcysteine and selenium, uh, they help protect against Again, free radical activity and mitochondria and cartilage cell uh, breakdown. Okay, now a lack of these antioxidants actually has been shown to accelerate the aging of cartilage cells. Okay, very important. Another one, glutathione. Glutathione is known as the master antioxidant. It's found throughout the body. Uh, it's very prevalent in the immune system and in the brain. Uh, it's part of detoxification, but it's also found in cartilage cells. Okay, so uh, glutathione has also been shown to help with oxidative stress in cartilage cells and mitochondria. So these things, plus all the other ones that I named, are crucial for making sure that you're keeping your anti your your free radicals low and helping with um, 
overall cartilage health. Now, the other piece to it is the exercise. You got to move. It's 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 that simple. You got to move because again, that's the only way the movement gets through through the synovial fluid and through into the knee. Again, the knee has different sacs. The knee has your bursa sac. Okay, you have your bursa fluid, and then you have your synovial fluid, and you have again the joint capsule. So all this stuff needs um, hydration. Okay, so this is very important. So, in a review study published in May of 2022. The Frontiers in Aging and Neuroscience experts recommended 30 to 60 minutes of exercise with moderate intensity per day for joint health. Now, your heart rate should reach, you know, between 120 to 150 minutes during this exercise period. But you got to do it. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you got to do anything crazy, okay? But a good walking regimen, fast walking, power walking, running, um, if you, if you have problems, obviously with your joints, maybe running is not great. So maybe just do some brisk walking. You can still get the heart rate up with brisk walking. That's very, very important, but you gotta, you gotta do the exercise, whatever exercise you can do. Because one of the issues is, and again, if you look at our modern society, right, part of our modern society has led to the de the degradation of joints because why people are sitting all day. People are sitting at their desk for hours on end. They're not moving and you're not getting the fluid into the cells. You, there's, there's no movement. So again, this is, this is one of the other things that leads to this. Okay. And then of course you have poor nutritional intake. That's the big one, right? So you think about it, if you take lack of activity and poor nutritional intake, those are the two biggest contributors of mitochondrial decay, joint degeneration, and basically fast aging. Okay. So very, very important stuff. So uh, my suggestion would be um, get yourself on a good nutritional regimen, right? Make sure you're getting all the nutrition you need. Obviously, you got to eat good. You got to eat the good foods. That's That goes without saying. We always talk about that, right? But what else can we do to make sure that our joints are supported and our mitochondria is supported and the uh, our antioxidant status is supported? Well, Number one, multivitamin, daily energy multivitamin from Wellness Resources, best multivitamin out there that gives you your overall basic nutrition that you need. Then if you want to look at joint health from there, uh, Wellness Resources has some fantastic, fantastic supplements. Joint All is a great supplement. Hyaluronic Acid with Repair Plus is a fantastic one. And another one called Bone and Joint Helper. And that's for general cartilage support. Now, you can add glutathione ultra, which is another great product that they have, and other antioxidants for and whole foods in the diet, obviously. Another great one is the Daily Protector. It's a comprehensive uh, antioxidant support. I take that every day to make sure I get all my antioxidants, plus all the food, all the good food that I eat during the day. So I know I'm bathing my cells and lots of antioxidants. Okay. Especially you guys know me and you know, you've known I've had a back problem for many, many years. I have no back pain and I can pretty much do all the activities with the spinal stenosis and all the craziness that's going on in my back. So, um, but I make sure my antioxidants are up at a very, very high level every single day. So it's important to do that. And, to, just to make sure that, uh, you know, you're, you're, again, these are, these are little pieces all to one big giant puzzle, you know, and one thing you have to understand, uh, and not that I'm going to go on a rant necessarily, 
But when you look at mainstream media or mainstream media, or when you look at mainstream medical, for example, right? And you go to, you go to your orthopedic doctors and those types of things, what do they look at? You have knee pain. They're going to look directly into your knee. They're going to give you all the, all the x-rays and the MRIs and all these things. And they're going to find exactly what's specifically wrong with the knee. Now, if there's something wrong with the knee, what are they going to do? They're either going to, they're going to need to surgically repair it. If that's, if that's what they feel is wrong, they may tell you, well, no, you, you, you may not need surgery, but you're going to need physical therapy and you're going to need anti-inflammatories, right? We already talked about what anti-inflammatories do. Well, they don't look at anything else. Why? Because they're not looking at the body as a whole. They're looking at the knee. Well, why is that knee have problematic in the first place? Was there a trauma? Well, think about it. It could have been a trauma, maybe whatever the trauma was, you fell or somebody ran into you or whatever the case may be. Is there a poor diet, lack of antioxidant status, poor, poor, you know, you just, you just have a terrible lifestyle. That's going to, that going to contribute to it. Is there a problem anywhere else structurally? Is there a problem in the lower back? Is there a problem in the hip? Because we all know that if the lower back is out of whack, right, that's going to affect how you walk. That's going to affect your hips. It's going to affect your knee, could affect your foot. It's all connected. Even the cervical spine can, can lead to problems going all the way down, even all the way down to the knee, right? So I had very bad sciatica many, many years ago when I used to stand for long periods of time. I was in tremendous pain. It came from my lower back because there was an impingement of the nerve, right? So, um, but again, my lower back was in, in terrible shape now, but you know, again, mainstream medical doesn't look at this stuff. When you look at the word holistic, the reason why it's holistic is because it looks at the body as a whole. All right. Mainstream medical doesn't do that. You know, again, not that I'm, you know, there are great doctors out there and that type of thing. And they, they do a lot of great work, but I'm just talking about it's just two different philosophies. So keep that, keep that in mind when you're looking at this, when you're looking at the knee and you're looking at knee gener degeneration, when you're looking at knee pain, foot pain, hip pain, whatever it is, there's usually some, uh, aside from a trauma or antioxidant status, there's something else going on. Okay. So, and chiropractors are very good at looking at this. So just some things to think about. Again, we, we give you all sides of the story here if we possibly can, but it's just something that you really have to kind of wrap your head around. All right, next. Um, so we're going to look at the five reasons to take collagen peptides. Again, this is from Wellness Resources. Now, again, collagen is part of this whole structure and this whole business. We talk about structure. We talk about cartilage. We're talking about joints and joint health. And that's kind of the theme here today. Well, collagen is part of that too, okay? Now, collagen is a form of naturally occurring proteins in your body. I've talked about it before. There are many types of collagens, but there's really... And it's really divided up into four different types of collagens, okay? So you have type 1 that is found in the connective tissue. You have type 2 that is found in the joints. And this is the type that is typically found uh, in the cartilage, okay? The type 2 collagen. We have type 3 that is found in the blood vessels and in the skin. And then you actually have type 4 that's found in the kidneys and in the inner ear, okay? So, you know, all these different types of collagen but you need this collagen either way. Now, so, um, you know, what are the benefits of taking collagen peptides? Well, 
Again, collagen is so important because um, it improves joint structure, okay? It improves skin elasticity. It improves the strength of your hair, your nails, your ligaments, your tendon health, okay? The bones and even your GI tract lining is affected by collagen. That's how important collagen is and collagen synthesis is. I mean, literally it's from the inside out, okay? So, you know, it plays a, it's, it plays a major role in providing not only elasticity, but also hydration, in, in, especially in your skin, right? Um, there's a lot of skin creams out there that actually have collagen in them. And the, the whole point of it is to hydrate the skin with the collagen. So, you know, to keep the skin from wrinkling as much as possible, to keep that youthful appearance, that type of thing. That's a whole marketing thing behind that. But again, part of the problem with collagen is that as we age, we produce less collagen. Okay. So, and then that's how that ends up resulting in the dry skin and the wrinkles and stuff. Again, hence the skin creams and those types of things that, that try to improve that process. Okay. But, you know, collagen peptides, okay. And why you should be taking collagen helps to support these things, helps to support all this, the hair growth, the skin, um, gives you that strong, healthy hair, the, the great nails, the hard nails, that type of thing. But, also, it helps to support the joints by helping to protect the cartilage. Okay, now it helps with it helps to protect the cartilage and the chondrocytes and the proteoglycan production because it's involved in that whole process. Now, um, also collagen is again great for healthy joints. Collagen is essential for keeping connective tissues healthy. Your colon and your GI tract um, may are made up of connective tissues that you know. Uh, and supplying them with enough collagen helps to keep them strong and, you know, uh, helps with, not, you know, them not degenerating in any, you know, any, any way. Okay. Collagen can also be important for post-workout. Why? Because it's important for skeletal muscle. Okay. And research suggests that collagen supplements may encourage muscle protein production and help muscle growth and repair after exercise. So, you know, one of the best ways to go if you have like a post-workout smoothie, let's say with protein, throw some collagen in there. It mixes beautifully and you get your, again, you're bathing your, the, your body structure with this collagen. Great, great, great stuff. So that's going to lead me into uh, the next thing. Oh, and by the way, just as, a, as another point before I go into our nutrient spotlight for the week, vitamin C. So vitamin C is not only a, an antioxidant, one of the most important antioxidants you should be taking every single day, but vitamin C is also intimately involved with collagen synthesis. A lot of people don't know that, okay? So vitamin C is part of the structure of collagen synthesis. If you don't have enough vitamin C in hand, that's going to affect how collagen is synthesized in your body, period. So think of vitamin C having a dual role, right? Because the vitamin C is the antioxidant, so it's going to help you with the reactive oxygen species or the um, the free radicals that you generate during stress, but it's also going to help you with synthesizing the collagen that is needed for your body, again, to maintain the healthy structure. So vitamin C, critical in that, take some vitamin C every single day as part of your regimen. Now, our nutrient spotlight for the week is the collagen peptides from wellness resources. Okay. So again, 
Um, very, very important. This is great grass-fed, pasture-raised collagen peptide proteins. Helps to nourish the skin, the hair, the nails, and the joints. Supports the muscles, the tendons, and the ligaments. Helps to strengthen the GI tract lining. Helps uh, the hydrolyzed collagen for optimal absorption. So it's hydrolyzed specifically to be, a, to be able to be absorbed uh, very well in your body. It's 100% collagen powder. There's nothing added to it. So there's no extra stuff added. There's no additives and fillers and all these types of things. And it's type 1 and type 3 collagen. So again, the collagen peptides from Wellness Resources, it's fantastic. It's high quality. It's bovine collagen pept uh, peptide powder. It actually easily mixes into whatever you want to put it in. So you can put it in you know, whatever your choice is, you know, my suggestion, again, if you work out, put it in a smoothie or you can drink it in your protein shake in the morning. It's a fantastic because the protein shake obviously keeps you full. It helps to boost your metabolism. And then you throw some collagen in there for the structure. So great stuff. Check it out again, myvitaminresource.com. If you enter the promo code, um, uh, counterparts, you will get free shipping. And by the way, Wellness Resources is having a sale on all their um, their structure support uh, and their joint and repair supplements is twenty five percent off, and this is for this is a June sale, so take advantage of that. So not only do you get twenty five percent off of their supplements, but you'll get free shipping if you put in the promo code counterparts. Fantastic savings on that. So check it out again, myvitaminresource.com. So um, that's the story of mitochondria, uh, antioxidants, joint health. Make sure you're keeping yourselves healthy because again, remember at the end of the day, the uh, antioxidants and the movement and all this stuff is not only going to help for the joints, it's going to help for the entire body. This is going to affect the entire body, even though we were specifically talking about joints today. Okay. But just keep moving. My suggestion would be don't stop moving. Even a little bit of exercise is better than nothing instead of sitting on the couch make a point to move, make a point to walk around your house, make a point to do something. Because I guarantee you, you're getting the antioxidants and you're moving. Once you get into your older ages, you're going to be thankful that you're able to have the mobility that you that you have at that point. And um, you're not going to have to really worry too much about having, you know, being, um, you know, being, well, you know, having all these issues and having to sit down a lot or being in a wheelchair or whatever, walking around with a cane or whatever, that type of thing, you know, so, so just some things to think about at the end of the day. Okay. So anyway, so that's, that's uh, our story for today. Hope you guys got a lot out of this information and uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, make sure that you make healthy choices throughout the week. I will see you next week. Make sure you take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, don't forget, take control of your health. Bye-bye now.